Hey there, I'm Tony Ann, and I have an overwhelming passion to help moms navigate motherhood without the overwhelm. I went from struggling with motherhood and losing my identity to being productive and living out my version of being a happy mom. On the Real Happy Mom podcast, I interview real moms and experts to help you navigate raising children, self-care, time management, and so much more. So if you're ready to get rid of the overwhelm and start being a real happy mom, join me inside the Real Happy Mom podcast. All right. Can I be real with you for a moment? One thing I am not the best at is staying current with the latest news. My husband tells me all the time, you don't know what's happening in the world. And it's true, but that's no longer the case now that I have news drop. Newsdrop is an Apple app with an Android version coming soon that's based around an optimized news feed that allows you for a quick reading experience with easy-to-read, skimmable articles. This is perfect for me to get the latest rundown on what's really important in the world in just a few minutes each day. And the thing I love the most about Newsdrop is the news is delivered in the form of short summaries several times throughout the day. And these summaries are written by real editors. So don't worry, the news is carefully selected to be relevant and objective. So go ahead and download Newsdrop. Don't wait, go to newsdrop.com or go to the app store and download the app today. That's Newsdrop. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. Today, I have my guest, Becky, who is going to be sharing with us about the Enneagram personality test. Now, if you have heard about the Enneagram personality test, you probably have heard people talk about their number and where they fall on this personality test. And I'll be honest, like I used to hear different people on various podcasts talk about what number they were and how it applied to them in their business and in their life. And I kind of got to a point where I was like, what in the world is this Enneagram? Like, what is this all about? So when I learned about Becky and how she is pretty much just like really big and into this Enneagram test and utilizing it in, you know, making us better as mothers and just helping with that communication with various people in our lives, I was like, I got to have her on so that one, (laughs) she could tell us what this Enneagram test is. And then two, how we can utilize that information to help us. So in this episode, she is going to be talking about the Enneagram personality test. I share what my number is, and she kind of explains some things about where I fall. Then also she talks to us about each of the different major personalities within the Enneagram test and how we can utilize the information from that test to actually communicate better with our spouses and with our kids. Because one of the things that I love about this test is it not only shows like, you know, kind of some of the, the traits that you have, but it also shares some of the um the desires and some of the things that we're wanting, as well as some of the things that we fear too as well. So it helps us to understand ourselves better and then eventually helps us to better communicate so that we're not misunderstood or we're not misunderstanding other people. So if you want to learn more about the Enneagram test, this definitely is the episode for you. So let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode with Becky. All right, Becky, welcome to the podcast. I am excited to have you on today. Yes, I am super happy to be here. The Enneagram is one of my favorite things to talk about. So I was totally on board when you asked me to come. So thank you. (laughs) It's such an empowerment tool and I'm all about empowering women. So any opportunity I get, I'm like, yes, absolutely. hundred percent. Yes, yes. Now, before we jump into talking about the Enneagram, I wanted you to share a little bit about you and what you do. 
Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And so I am a health coach and a life coach and I stay at home with my three babies. Um, I have two boys and a little girl and I have actually been working as a virtual assistant for the past three years. So I was staying home before staying home was cool with COVID. (laughs) So um, yeah, so I have a podcast and I help with Facebook groups with nutrition and mindset and all those fun things. So that's where you can find me most of the time. And on the weekends, I completely shut off, hang out with my kids, phone's gone, computer's gone, getting outside and getting some sunshine. Yes, I'm loving all of those things that you were just talking about there. And one thing that I love that you talk about is the Enneagram test. Mm -hmm. And this is one personality test that I have been hearing a lot about. That's why I was like, I have to get Becky to talk to me about (laughs) it. Because I've heard so many people, especially like in the business side who talk about it, um, and they'll just kind of throw out like, yeah, I'm an Enneagram too, or whatever it is. And I'm like, what does that mean? So I want you to talk to us about what kind of personality test this is and how we can actually use this information from this test in our lives and in motherhood. Yeah, absolutely. So the thing that I like about the Enneagram test that's different than say Myers-Briggs or the disc profiles or the, the color profiles is that it speaks to the intentions and the core motivations of someone's heart. And so what I like about it is you can use it to understand why you do things instead of just these are the things that you do and it makes you this certain personality type. Um, if we can understore, understand the core motivations of ourselves and our families, we're able to communicate with them on a way that they can understand instead of feeling like you're both talking, nobody's getting heard, nobody's under, you know understanding each other. It's just, it's an empowerment thing to be able to look within and say, these are my motivations. These are my core fears. These are my core desires. These are, this is my core longing, my core weakness. And so you can kind of see where the gospel is going to, you're going to have a space for the gospel to come in and for God to make transformation in your life. So it gives you this framework basically to know where to start to, you know, people are always saying, I want to be a better person. I want to improve myself. They're doing all these different, um, self-help things, but it's like, where do you start and where do I need help? Because, you know, it's generic for everybody. So you pick up a book, you're like, oh, I don't struggle with this. And so what I like about the Enneagram is it gives you that framework of here's where you might struggle. Here's where you have really good strengths. And here's where you can allow God to work in your life. Absolutely. Because I recently took the test and it was pretty fun because finally I know what number I am. Hello. Mm -hmm. Now (laughs) you can chat with all the other business people. Yes. 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 We can have a conversation now. And I actually know what they're talking about. But I think one of the things that I was kind of expecting was to hear more of some of the things that they were discussing when they were talking, um, in particular about how it relates to how the they perform in work and things like that. But I found out that I actually scored a six and Mm -hmm. that was a little bit, I think it's a good thing, but for the business side and for work, I think it it speaks to more of that loyalty and things like that. So I just wanted you to talk to us about some of the different types um, of the personality um, types that they have in the Enneagram and kind of like what they all kind of look like. Yeah, sure. So there are going to be nine different types. If you don't know very much about the Enneagram, um, there's going to be nine. Think of it as nine different ways to 
view the world. Um, obviously, there's more than nine types of people in the world, so don't feel boxed in by that. It goes a lot deeper, but this is just an overview. And so with all the different nine types, they're each going to have um, a different fear, a different desire, a different weakness, and a different longing. And that is how they came up with the nine categories. And so your type one, they're commonly called the moral perfectionist. So these are going to be the people who are always on time. These are the people who are orga organized. You know, I don't think I have any one in me. I would love to have some one traits, but <laughs> I don't think I have any. Um, and their core fear is to be wrong or to be immoral. And so that is something that's going to drive them with their daily decisions. That is what's going to be at the forefront of their minds. Um, so a type two, these are the supportive advisors, but I personally like to call them the helpers because to me that gives a better viewpoint of them. And so their core fear is being rejected and unwanted, being thought worthless, needy, dispensable, or unworthy of love. So a type two person is going to help in order to feel love from someone else. So these are the people that are, um, when you go to their house, they're going to say, can I make you something to eat? Do you want some water? Are you comfortable? Are you too cold? Are you too hot? Do you want a blanket? And you're like, wow, I just want to visit. It's cool. But that is just how they show their love for a type three. So I'm a type three. They are the successful achiever and their core fear is being exposed or thought incompetent and efficient, worthless. So basically their biggest thing is failure. And especially if it's going to be in the public eye, that's not a good thing. <laughs> so that's going to be one of their biggest fears. And I really struggled with this. I don't know if, if you went through the same thing whenever uh, you were taking the test, but I was reading the three and I was like, yeah, I mean, some things sound like me, but then some things don't. So for me, I'm not real showy. I don't need the latest and greatest iPhone. Like I'll use this one until it's, you know, it, my stuff doesn't work on it anymore. Um, but there, there's different levels of each number. And so achievement for me has to do with my family. It has to do with my personal business as a coach and my client's progress. That's what success means to me. Whereas for someone else, it may actually mean going up on the corporate ladder. So just, just kind of keep an open mind with these that it could mean something different than what your first thought is with the descriptions. So for a type four, they're the romantic individualist. These people are our artists. These are our imaginary um, imaginative thinkers. They have a core fear of being emotionally cut off or plain or mundane. So if these people are average, that is their biggest fear. They want to stand out. So have you seen that commercial with, um, oh, what is it? Progressive. You've seen mm -hmm. the progressive commercial where he is training everybody to not be their parents. Yes. <laughs> okay. That commercial is like Enneagram all over the board. I, I can't unsee it now. But you know how the guy walks through and he has blue hair and he's like, blue. <laughs> the guy with the blue hair is probably a four. Okay. He wants to be different and stand out. The one that's helping the guy um, with the minivan back out, that's probably a two, probably a helper. Okay. <laughs> Just to put this in perspective here. Um, so a type five, these are our investigative thinkers. These are our engineers. They're the ones who want to take things apart and understand how it all works. And they're very fact driven. So if you're going to present something to a type five, you need to have your facts straight because they're going to ask for it. <laughs> These are evidence-based people, okay? Their biggest fear 
is to be ignorant, is to have obligations that are put on them. Um, type fives are often introverts because they have very low energy. They actually have the least amount of energy than anybody on the Enneagram. And I think it's because they're such deep thinkers. They're so far into their thoughts that having other people come in and invade their space means that they may not have all the facts. They may not be able to keep up. And so that is one of their biggest things is worrying about that energy being depleted. For a type six, this is my sweet husband and you. Y'all are the loyal guardians. Um, I like to think of you guys as like a bodyguard. So you're going to make sure that your family is protected, that your home is protected, that you're taken care of, you're able to think ahead. So an example of this with my husband versus me, just to see how these numbers interact here. You know, if, if I have a business idea, I come in and I'm like, yes, I'm thinking I'm going to do this. I'm going to start such and such and such. And I'm so excited. And here's the colors and here's the website and all this. And he's like, okay, well, um, he's a six with a five wing. So keep that in mind. Okay. Well, what's going to be the monthly cost for the hosting of the podcast? I'm not sure. I'll find somebody. We'll, we'll find somebody that'll fit in the budget. He's like, okay. And about how, how many hours a week is that going to take you? I don't, I don't know, but look, look how cute. I got this color and this palette and this, and it is. So he's going to think of, okay, let's look at this logically. Let's look at this, you know, um, from a standpoint of what could happen, not necessarily in a negative way, but let's just be proactive in thinking. Whereas for me, I'm just like, well, this is fun. This is a great idea. And I don't think too much about it. So that's how personalities can help to mesh together and make something beautiful. <laughs> um, the biggest fear for a type six is fear itself, honestly, um, but being without support or security or guidance. So do you feel like that resonates with you? I was having a, a hard time with this one because I was like, I don't know, but I definitely can see the loyalty and, you know, the guardian, that part. Yes, mm -hmm. I can definitely see that. Yeah. Well, there's different levels of alignment. So it could just be that you are super plugged in, that you're a very healthy six. Um, so a healthy six would be connected to God. You know that God's going to take care of you. You know that he's got you back. He's given you these gifts and you're working in, you know, um, in his will and with his with him in focus. Um, and then average six would be you, you're like really nervous about things around you. So an average six to me would be like when COVID first hit and everybody was kind of panicked. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I'm supposed to do a mask or what am I supposed to do? Am I keep my kids home? Do I send them just that level of not knowing and doing a lot of work on your own, if that makes sense. And then an unhealthy level would be like an orphan from God, that you're, you're not seeking him for anything, um, almost to the level of being paranoid. And so about fears and things like that. So it could just be that you're a really healthy six. That'll, I, I, I can take that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, we have three more. So a type seven is the entertaining optimist. We need sevens in our lives. They bring the fun. They are the hostess with the mostest. They are going to, going to have fun activities. They're always looking for this, uh, the next thing they're great at planning parties. They're bubbly. They're, they're just great to be around, but at, on the inside, their core fear is about being trapped in emotional pain. And so a lot of times they're going to go on this next trip or, you know, plan this next party or do whatever that's going to be fun to avoid having to feel deep emotions. 
And for a type eight, these are the protective challengers. So a lot of people, a lot of women who are really strong, who are at the top of a corporate ladder, a lot of times they're going to be eight because they have figured out to how to have authority. They figured out how to protect themselves, protect those that are around them. Most of the time they had childhoods that were, that were really hard to where they had to grow up pretty fast and, and be the protector of themselves. Um, and they're Core fear is being weak or powerless, controlled or vulnerable. And actually, Martin Luther King Jr. was an example of a type eight. So it's not that they are necessarily um, bullies. That would be an unhealthy eight. But you can look at like Martin Luther King Jr. who served, um, served people who fought for injustice. That was his life's mission and his goal. And that would be like a type eight. And then type nine, these are the crowns of the Enneagram. These are the ones who keep all the other numbers straight. <laughs> they have a core fear of being in conflict or tension, being shut out or overlooked. Their core desire and their motivation is to keep peace with everybody. So my mama is a non and bless her because she's got some, um, she's got a type five son. She has a type seven and two type threes. So bless her <laughs> to try to keep us all in, in line here. But uh, yeah, so they are the ones that, that keep the peace with all the other Enneagram numbers. And they are the best to go to if you need another perspective. So they're really good at seeing all sides. And sixes are good at seeing all sides as well. Nice. And I like how you broke that down because I could kind of see a lot of different people in my life as you were describing them. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's that's my husband. <laughs> that's my mom. That's my sister. So yes, mm -hmm. <laughs> now, that, now that we know that, and like you said, you know, the personality test helps us to understand the desires and the fears too. I think that definitely helps with the communication too as well. So we know not to get upset. Like for me, like, you know, if I'm starting to get in the unhealthy side and I'm like worrying about the uncertainty of what's going to be happening because of COVID or whatever else yeah. is happening out there. Yeah. And it is, it, it too helps to, although it's super, super, super personal, obviously this is, it's shining the light on things you want to shine and you don't want to shine. <laughs> there's, there's all these different parts, but it helps you to not take things personally. I know that's what's happened for my husband and I. So for example, um, because we live this every day, so I've got tons of examples for you, <laughs> but for me as a type three, um, I have a two wing, so I'm, I'm the helper as well. So I want to achieve, but I want to help at the same time. And so for me, I'm here all day with our 14 month old and I work online. So I don't see adults all day. I'm just online talking to adults or talking to our daughter. And so when he comes in, I'm like, Hey, how was your day? How did it go? What happened? Did you have the same, you know, partner today at work? Was it good? Was it hot? Was it, I want to know all the things because I'm like, yes, connection, another human let's chat. And for him, bless his heart. He's so patient with me. Bless him. <laughs> but he needs space. He needs quiet. And usually when he comes in, all the kids are already home. We have three kids total. So all the kids are home. They're jumping. They're being wild. They're doing whatever. He comes into chaos. So he's in noise all day. And then he comes in to noise at home. And then I'm like attacking him with all these questions. And so for the longest time, he would just be frustrated. 
And so I took that personally, like, is it something that I did it, you know, are we okay? All these things. And he's like, what are you talking about? I just need quiet. I'm like, I don't understand. But for him with his five wing, his way of recharging, plugging into the wall is to have alone time and space to just be and just exist. For me, I have to have people interaction. And so for the longest time, that was a battle with us when we first got in. Why don't you care about me? I've been here all day by myself. And he's like, why don't you care about me? I've been with people all day. (laughs) So understanding that is like, oh, wow. So you need space to recharge and I need you to be able to have a conversation with me. So let's work it out for the first 45 minutes to an hour. When you get home, you can go to the gym, you can go take a shower, you can do whatever you want. And then after that time, I'll come and tell you about my day and vice versa. And so we've just been able to work through those things instead of taking them personally. It's like, oh, that's just how you're made and that's okay. Let's work together with it. Gotcha, gotcha. So what would you say or suggest for someone who like just takes a personality test? Like what are some things that you would say to like look at so that you can be better at communicating and actually understanding yourself better, I feel like too? Mm -hmm, Totally. So most of the time when people take a test, they'll get a top number, but then there may be two or three total that they're like, Ah, I could be these two. I'm kind of seeing myself in these other numbers as well. And so I actually have a mini master course. It's free. It takes about 30 minutes. Um, and there's slides so you can read it if you're not able to listen to the audio. But it talks about these four things, your core motivations, your fear, your desires, your longing, your weakness. And once you zone in on maybe those top three, so take the test, get your top three, then go and listen to that master course and break it down and see which of those resonates with you. Because I'm telling you, when you find your number, you're going to be like, oh my goodness, that is totally me. And then it makes you feel like, oh, I'm not crazy. (laughs) Somebody understands me. They're peeking into my world. So I would definitely take that free class, look at that, figure out what your motivations are, and it'll become more clear for you. Definitely. And I will be sure to include that link in the show notes because I think that would be a very valuable resource because for me, I felt like the personality test was good because it's finally I knew what my number was. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, so what am I doing with this? So definitely got to take the master course because that would definitely help, you know, give me some more clarity on how I can utilize that information that was given from the test. Yeah. And also if you get um, you know, like a six, if you have a six, but you're like, Oh, I'm not sure I might be a seven or a five. Um, I would go with whatever the core motivations resonate with you the most. I would pick that one. Even if you, um, test for a six and it, it comes out to be something different with motivations to me, that's more accurate. I like the test because it at least gives you a ballpark. So I would just look at those top three that it gives you, but then I would look at those core motivations to narrow it down a little further. Cause I've tested for a three and a seven at different times. But when I read the motivations of a three and I read like the different um, types of a type three, which just keeps getting deeper. I'm like, Oh, that's so me. That's so me. So it definitely will bring clarity. I agree. Gotcha. Now I know you've given us uh, at least given us this overview of the Enneagram test and how we can utilize that information. And like I said, I'll make sure to include that link that you mentioned to the master course in the show notes. But I was just wondering if you had any encouragement or motivational quote for us real happy moms before we signed off. Yes, totally. So I would say to understand that Every person that you come in contact with is at a different level of, of light is the way I like to think of it, a different level of development with their personality. They may be at an unhealthy level, an average level, or 
they may be, you know, all the way at the top, totally connected. So give everybody grace and just know that they are on their journey and you don't know their motivations. So allow them to have that space to grow. Absolutely. Now, Becky, where can we find you if we want to connect with you and learn more about you online? Yeah, thank you for asking. So on Facebook and Instagram, I'm at Full On Purpose. And then I have a free group, which is Full On Purpose Hangout. I'd love to see you in there. I run monthly challenges and we just have lots of fun in there. Um, And then I also have a podcast called Mama Meets Enneagram. And that is on all the different platforms. Awesome. And I will make sure to include all those links as well in the show notes. Becky, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all this with us. I really appreciate it. Yes, my pleasure. Thank you for asking me. I love talking about this stuff. So hopefully it helps to give your ladies a little bit more light and insight into their world and their their loved ones. Absolutely. Now that does it for this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. To find the links in the show notes, head over to realhappymom.com slash podcast. You'll find all of the episodes there as well as the show notes. Now do me a favor. If you love this podcast and you've enjoyed this episode, go ahead and rate and subscribe in Apple Podcasts. Because let's just be honest, when we see a lot of ratings and reviews for different things, especially on Amazon, we're more likely to want or buy whatever it is that we're looking at. So the same thing applies here in the podcast world. So I really would appreciate it. And I would be so, so grateful if you would do that for me. Now, if you're like Tony, I don't listen to your podcast on Apple Podcasts. That is fine too. Do me a favor, take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and put it in your Instagram stories or your Facebook stories so that this helps get the message out to other moms about Real Happy Mom. Now that does it for this episode. I'll be back again next week for another full episode. Take care and with lots of love.